Hello and welcome back once again. I am Ryan Keyes, the host of the In Deep Shift show on Spotify. But today I got something special for you. We're doing a show within a show, a sister show. And it's going to be called The Holy Shift Show with my co-host Missy from Missy's Astrology, where we are going to be breaking down doors. We are going to be talking about reality right now and doing away with all the dogma. Yep. So hang on to your toes. We may step on them. You never know. But real talk on topics and tools for total transformation. Missy and I will be helping you with a mindful approach to creating love, happiness, and clarity during your conscious awakening using tools like intuition, tarot, and astrology, because she has definitely got that down. We're going to help you help yourself today. So sit back and relax, send in questions, subscribe, and we will see you inside. Have a beautiful ride while we dive into the topics of today. It's recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deer in headlights. Ah! <laughs> right? Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and, and I'm going to put a disclaimer. If you're any farts or if you're any snoring, it's not myself. <laughs> it's Missy. It's, it's, the, it's Missy. That's why, she, that's why we both live at beach houses because we're lactose intolerant and the <laughs> breeze is best. <laughs> it's very... Cleansing exactly. and clarifying. No, it's because exactly. it's part of my French. You can't <laughs> see him, but he's here. He's in my lap. He's warming my leg like to like a thousand degrees. I feel like I'm driving an old 70s Volkswagen. It's like because the, <laughs> the heaters are down on the floor and it blows up and there's no vents in the Volkswagen. So you are always cold. Because like, I used to get, yeah, I used to get carried to school in this old like Herbie the Love Bug Beetle. Oh. Yeah, so it was so loud. It was like, and then, but it was like freezing where I grew up and my feet were always super warm and my face was frozen when I got to school. (laughs) So, because as a little kid, before I grew into my nose, it was really big. So I would show up with a really red nose and I would always get made fun of. Rudolph just arrived. Yay. (laughs) Grab the sleigh. That's So so cute. Yeah, but you know, it, it destroys the ego, which is what we're talking about today. Yes. How did it destroy your ego? Um, well, hazing. It made me feel like um it well, you know, here's what it is. Is so ego, I think, is connected to self-worth. And when we have an unhealthy connection with our ego, I think that our self-worth is down. So then the ego kind of amplifies to um kind of like pick up the slack. Right. So my self-worth was down because I was short, I was fat, I mean, it was made fun of. And um, I mean, I was like literally like five foot one all through like middle school and up until I was a junior in high school. Aww. I was like, well, you know, like the let's ring. talk about that. Like I have kids, right? And it's like, when does, when do we establish, when does the ego start to kick in? Like what age? <laughs> when, the parents, when the parents are knocking boots? <laughs> <laughs> It all starts then, right? The it all starts with the food. seed, <laughs> planting the seed, right? And then the beanstalk breaks through. I know, bam. right? Like, I think it starts when you're a baby, when your like parents are cleaning off your face because it's dirty, you know? I think it starts when you're a baby and it's like, you can't cry, right? So they're trying to like hush you up. I think all of that is like conditioning for the ego when you're a baby, you know? And so if we're leaving the, 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 I guess like the patriarch of Pisces. So if we're leaving the Pisces, right. And we're leaving that this kind of patriarchal mindset of this is mine. <laughs> Get right. back. 
<laughs> like yeah. we're, we're leaving the ego. So we're moving out of the ego into a new the shift, a new paradigm. Yeah. And Aquarius is like, if you want to celebrate Aquarius's birthday, they're like, no, like don't celebrate my birthday. You know, like don't celebrate me. Like, you know what I mean? Like Aquariuses don't like to be center of attention. And that very much has to do with the ego. Like they're very much like, yeah, you can acknowledge me, but don't celebrate me. You they're know? also very techy, right? Like they're like tech. They're very much like I'm right. <laughs> Do you think Aquarians are not team players? Are they like, um, like, like if you had a, like, like, let's imagine like you had an Aquarian son, right? Do you think he'd probably be on something more like track or like boxing or like some kind of like cycling rather than playing football or soccer? Well, here's the thing. Not, not a lot of people know, but when you have an Aquarius son, the son in your chart represents the dad. And that actually means that your dad wasn't around when you were younger. Your dad was like always working. Your dad was. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're so you never had a father when you were younger. So if you know any Aquarius is the, the great thing That's to terrible. start a conversation, be like, I know your dad, you, he was never around you when you were younger. And they'd be like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. This astrologer I know called Missy. She kind of just told me all about Aquariuses. <laughs> and yeah. the sun, the sun, right, represents the ego because it's self, right? right? And because the dad, which is in your chart, represents the sun, is not around. You never got an ego when you were younger, like the sun yourself, like you're never able to shine. You were never, he never taught you to show up, you know? So you kind of always hid behind everybody, you know, and kind of pushed everyone to the forefront before you, even mm. though you had all the great ideas and you knew it. <laughs> it's so I'm like, like Aquarius by proxy. You're by Aquarius by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, um, I'm just saying, cause like my dad was never around. He oh, was always yeah. at work. And hey, then are you Aquarius I always, son? no, I'm Gemini. Yeah. Let's see. Yes. But, but Ryan, your fourth house, which represents your home life is an Aquarius. Ah. And so that means that your home life was very different in some way, whether it's like your parents weren't home all the time whether like you had like a bike in the middle of your room, like of your living room, like your house was very different. You know, the fourth house in Aquarius is also how Jesus lived is very eclectic. Like, you know, you probably moved a lot, you know, as yeah, well. we moved every two and a half years. Yeah. And so you never were still. And so movement for you feels very natural to move. I feel uncomfortable that you know this much about me now. <laughs> so does it does everyone is that like a common theme like everybody gets really uncomfortable because you're like wait how did you know that you're like well because it's, it's like stop reading my mail and it's so funny when i read people's chirons like the children i was like oh your mars conjuncture chiron like you weren't be able you weren't able to do certain things like you wanted to when you're younger and like the, the, the like the daughter's looking at the mom and is like uh <laughs> Like, how do they know that? Um, leaving the age of ego. So we can pretty much say, I mean, I can sum up. I mean, if we, granted, I had a great life, um, but a lot of things are very ego driven. That's why we have oil companies and that's why we have plastic in the ocean. That's where. So whether you believe in climate change or not, we have a lot of pollution. Hello, Buster Brown. And he's <laughs> actually, so he's actually an element of also ego. 
even though I love him to death, he was created as a breed that wouldn't be as healthy as a regular kind of like a, you know, just a, a, a stray breed. And people are spending lots of money on these little guys, which I, I adore, but it's still kind of an egotistical idea, right? It's materialistic. Right. Why? So then, huh? Why? Why? Um, well, I mean, it's not, it's, well, it's, it's kind of, it's not that we directly are deciding with the ego. Like the ego is like, uh, the ego is my amigo in a way, but it's like, it's like, if I'm looking, my ego is not making the decision, but I've been conditioned to the idea based on kind of a group think of ego that this is best, or this is cool, or this is, you know, even where it's, even if you spent like two or $3,000 on a dog, like, but that's cool. Cause I want to do that. Well, and then if you think about it, like what if your dog was worth $10, like would your dog be as cool because it's not worth as much for me, it wouldn't matter. Right. But I think right. for some people it like a status symbol, like I, like I drive a truck. I don't drive like a, I mean, I went through that. I released, right. I came in, I didn't cut my ego off at the past. I integrated my ego. Right. Yeah. So I let go of a lot of these things, even though I like nice stuff, it's not, it's not a necessity for me to know myself or to feel fullness. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and I actually see a lot of people, even though there are extremes, right. But I see a lot of people, cause like you, I talked to a lot of people that are in their twenties or even kids that I see, you know, we're in the dental field. Right. Um, they are very much this kind of Aquarian mindset. Like about helping others. Just um, like I've got this one kid, he's about 12 and he loves dinosaurs, but he also loves the idea of cleaning the oceans. Right. And nobody told him. He just, he was at the beach with his parents and he looked down and there was some plastic in the water and he goes, where's this from? Right. Uh-huh. And then more started washing in. And then he was like, well, I, th- I want to clean all of this up. This isn't okay. That is because that age group at 12 has Chiron in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And so they see a lot of the deep pain of humanity. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that even like today's topic about um, leaving the age of ego makes a lot of sense. We're leaving this, this idea that there's this bourgeois class that runs us and rules us. And they have done a shitty job, to be honest. Sorry for the expletive, but they have. They've, they've done. I mean, granted. And this is where I guess we have to kind of release even the ego and our ties to things that we tell ourselves, right? Because the ego is right. also alive in that. And totally. it's just about, you know, did they really ruin us? Or because we're actually better in history. Everybody in the world is better than we were 2000 years ago in, in a lot of ways. Right. Um, so there are advancements. There are opportunities. And I think that unfortunately, there's a, a, a magnifying glass on the mayhem in the world. Mm-hmm. Rather than taking a pullback and say, oh, wow, there's a lot of good things, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's kids that couldn't walk and have gotten surgeries and can walk. There's, you know, people are living a little longer. Our food is, for the most part, better quality. We have more access to other you know, things. Um, we get information like that. We have a greater connection to God, actually, in, in reality. Right. I think if there wasn't an ego, like we wouldn't have good food, right? We would eat shit. We'd eat like red vines and popcorn all day long because, you know, it's just like, do whatever you want. And so I feel like the ego kind of brings us back. Is this healthy for me? Kind of to like what I was saying when you're a child, right? 
Like, I think the ego started when you're a baby, you know, like you, when you feed a child, like a baby food, you clean its mouth, you know, so that he doesn't like have food all over his mouth. Um, you like give your baby a bath or a shower or, you know, just you, you nurture and take care of that because it, it's dirty. Like the ego says like this, something's not right. Right. And that's what we learned as a child, that something's not right. And because of that, it's like, we made a, a, a change. Does that make now, sense? Do you think that the age of Pisces ended up celebrating the ego and celebrating like this, um, kind of a self-absorbed style of life the age of pisces it's like we didn't really know ourselves okay that's the age of pisces and so therefore our ego was defined by because it's ruled pisces is ruled by neptune so we were dictated our ego based on the tv based on the media based on social media so our whole ego our whole perspective of that was based on the age of Pisces, which is ruled by Neptune, which is ruled by the media. So it's really dictated by the media and what we've been fed to say, this is how you're supposed to live. This is what love means. This is what you have to do when negative situations happen. And now that we're entering to the age of Aquarius, it's more about how can you love one another? How can you take care of your fellow man? Like that is real love, right? And so the ego is now more based on how can you give love rather than the age of Neptune taught us how are we getting love, right? How is the next like on Instagram helping feed our ego rather than how are we helping humanity by liking someone's post and commenting on them and telling them how much, how amazing they are. That's the true ego you want to feed. That's the healthy ego that you want to feed because that ego is saying, Hey, I'm loving you. And because I'm loving you in return, that feeds that healthy ego, not that, not that bad ego that says like, why doesn't everyone like me? You know, that's all age of Pisces. So when you look at this idea of, um, I think maybe of like, well, I mean, cause there is as much as there's giving, there's still a lot of selfishness in the world, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of selfishness in being seen, right? Your identity. And there's a lot of, um, confusion as to, um, what's really valuable, and right. um, so this is kind of more like uh, rather than um, trying to ideal or idolize the ego as like this enemy, that's almost right. egotistical, right? right? To idolize the ego as an enemy is actually egotistical because exactly. of what you're saying is I don't mechanism. have right. It's like it's like to 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 this pacifier. It's like victim victimology where you're you're identifying as the victim. So you need the the enemy. You need the sickness to have this the story. Right. So in a way, the ego or like Lucifer is, is the enemy because we need them so that we don't have to take accountability. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So correct. really the ego, as we go into the Aquarian age, we're going to start having more accountability and access right. to true accountability, which would be that whole 2030 event that might happen where we get telepathy. And that would really be a lot of accountability. Can you imagine? Yeah. And we're getting there Sending right now. Message. You know, everything right now in the astrology is a pointing to accountability. And that's what I talk about a lot 
is like, we are getting to that age of accountability. Like Eris is squaring Pluto, you know, like it's Eris is bringing up all of the crap. It's like, you know, you're dating someone and they're like, no, I'm not cheating on you. And then like you go in his truck and you found like this, you know, underwear and you're like, what the hell is this? Right. And Eris just exposes it. Right. Like that. <laughs> like these are guys underwear. Right? Like, that's kind of what you we're in right now. And I'll, I'll, I'll just be so honest with you guys. Like I was helping Lily with her homework and I was like writing it for her. Right. Talk about Eris energy and eclipse energy and her, and her uh, teacher emailed me and is like, Missy, for some reason, um, Lily's homework looks like it was written by an adult. I'm like, uh, not me. <laughs> yeah, she's just very proficient. <laughs> you know, and it's like, that's Eris, right? That's what Eris does. It's like, it's letting go of saying, hey, it's God energy. Really, I feel like Eris is God energy. God is like, I see everything you do behind closed doors. You know what's, you know, not healthy for you and you know what's not right for you. And Eris is like, I'm exposing it. <laughs> so if we are looking at that, then like if we're trying to, so uh, keeping the ego as our enemy is actually staying in a state of really lower awareness and, and really not taking accountability because you always have this adversary like the devil on your shoulder so right. that you don't have to actually step in and step up and say wait this isn't acceptable let me well, do this i feel like there's a healthy ego and then there's like a not so healthy ego right now, do you think that the unhealthy ego is just mental illness masquerading as everything <laughs> i think i think i think a bad ego is is what i call it leaving crumbs right leaving crumbs like like not putting the right stuff on your taxes, right? Not um, telling the truth. Like that's just all bad ego because it's saying, I don't trust God. I don't trust the universe. I don't trust what you provide for me. So therefore I have to lie. Therefore I have to provide. Therefore I don't trust you. So I'm going to manipulate the process and the situation. And age of Aquarius is all about like, if you talk to an Aquarius, they don't give a F right. And so they'll tell you anything because there are like, they're, they don't have an ego because their dad wasn't around. And so therefore they're very blunt. They're very honest. But do they you think they care. lack empathy? What? But with, um, so I'm, I'm wondering where empathy lies. Is empathy, does empathy come from, because empathy is being able to identify, put yourself in someone else's shoes, right? Right. <laughs> so if you don't have this ego and you don't have the healthy relationship with the ego. Right. Couldn't that also mean that you have less relationship with empathy? Oh yeah, of because course. Because your ego, so your ego has a, a level of, a, uh, of obsession with obtaining things, like whether right. it's being seen or greatness or just absorption of owning th things, right? Right. But when you become aware of that and you do that work and you have the healthy conversation with the ego, go ahead. Right. Well, I got a download. <laughs> um, ego also has to do with the fact that like you... Like when you, oh my God, it just came to me. <laughs> the, like the, the angels were like, da, 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 da. it's like, it's like a healthy ego is understanding that this is not only about me, right? A healthy ego is like, this is about the collective. Like, how can we help the collective together? How can we love together? Like that's a healthy ego 
a not so healthy ego doesn't have empathy. It's like, hey, I need to get ahead. I need to rise above, you know? And that's what you're saying, right? So, well, in a sense, so, okay. So like, imagine like a healthy ego means that you've seen your shadow. You've, you've like Peter Pan, you sewed it back on. So now you're you're secure. You've got it under control. You know what you're, you know, your naughtiness and you know that, okay, so if I, I got to really focus on this and keep it dialed down. But if you're going into the age of Aquarius, even like, cause I know some Aquarians and they may not have ego, but they have zero empathy. Right. Like they don't like, they will tell you the truth and almost- They're they're almost drooling or salivating over the fact that they can say this really harsh information to you. Like right. get over it. Like yeah. even when you say this term, like the Great Reset, like what's happening with all this kind of conspiracy stuff. Right. Um, they actually think that's f- fantastic. Like I don't want my children to own anything. Right. It's so much easier. There's right. no bills. Fantastic. But it, right. it's not going with the the context of it's not empathic. Right. So. Right. I'm wondering if, because, um, because Ryan, here's the thing is like, I totally agree with you. Right. Is it, there's no empathy at the same time. They're showing you their true colors, right? If they're not showing this false empathy, quote unquote, but is, but is the understanding of empathy. And this is kind of like AI, right? So Aquarians, have a tendency to emulate this artificial intelligence, which has no tie to, um, well, I don't care if you don't like that. It's it's like an unconditional love. They're not wishing you harm, but they have no ability to empathize with you. Right. So I'm wondering if like, even when Jesus was in the story of Jesus, when Jesus is like getting tempted in the desert, here you have Lucifer representing the ego. You can have all this, you can be the ruler of the world and all these things, right? <laughs> I'm the king of the world. You know, it's like Leonardo on the end of the boat in Titanic. So, yeah. but Jesus is, is, is literally pushing the ego down, taking back control, integrating the ego so that he can go forward and deliver a message and become um, this sacrifice, right? Right. Um, this element or this instrument of God's greater will. So he had to push down his own self-absorption and deal with these conversations of, well, you can be God. Right. And if you look at the spiritual community, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of you can be God, right? which is self-absorption and the, the unhinged version of unhealthy ego in a relationship. Right. But if we eliminate it, like many people want to do or talk about, then I think we end up with this kind of um, autonomous, um, lifeless level of intelligence that just interacts and has no real, no real compassion or, or consideration right. for people. Right. And, you know, Aquarius says they it's kind of funny because they do care about humanity, you know, like they really, really do care about humanity. But I I get what you're saying. They're very as a matter of fact. Right. Right. Like there's no empathy. It's very like this is a matter of fact, like it's very informational because it's ruled by Uranus. And so they're very informational. But A lot of Aquariuses I know, like have, you know, my good friend, Trish, like she works for like a dog shelter, you know what I mean? Like they, they clean up the beaches. Like, so there's like, they do have empathy, but I do see what you're saying because they're very, they're very factual, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like I was talking to Trish and, and I have a lot of compassion. Right. And what I love about her is she kind of puts me in check, right? Missy this woman did this to you and did this to you. Like, why do you, what the facts, right? This is the facts. So why are you going back to this friendship? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, 
And okay, so like if we're so like what we're talking about today, like so we're leaving the um age of ego, but are we going into the age of no empathy? I don't think so because well, that's what the great reset wants, right? Like the whole mindset download I just got. It's it's healthy empathy. What is healthy empathy, right? Is a healthy empathy emphasizing with somebody that is playing the victim card right basically saying like i just like i just miss him so much and i just can't stop thinking about him and aquarius goes back to the facts he cheated on you he did this to you so why are you sad right and so I think it's more of getting away from like the victimization because Aquariuses have compassion, but they don't have compassion for victimization over and over and over again. You know, now if we're okay. So, and, and, and so we're leaving this age of Pisces, we're leaving this era of uh, Jesus of Christianity of boxed um, belief, right? Right. So we're going into a very um, new aspect and all of us right now are basically seed planters for the next right. 2000 years. Yeah. So we, we may not see any of these changes, but we'll, there'll be, a, the, there'll be a, the result of all of our hard work and our diligence and our uncovery of all this stuff. Now, right. as we go forward, if we look at how the, the age developed with the, the Pisces era and we look at how it's closing out and we look at that. So Jesus actually started with this element of trying to overcome sin, overcome ego, overcome death, release people. Go ahead. Right. Because I feel like compassion with Pisces, which you're talking about the age of Jesus intertwined with victimization. Does that make sense? And so I feel like when we got out of the age of Capricorn, which was all about work, 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 you know, like, you know, uh, build work, like very much of this, like structured, you know, there's no compassion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then when Jesus came and he said, have compassion, like, this isn't all about like, you need to have all this stuff, right. You don't need to throw stones at each other, like have compassion. So, okay. So let's take that because since we're talking about the age of ego, so is the age of ego, which we've experienced through this Piscean age. So was that just the heaviness of the Capricornian energy still lingering on as the, as the age of Pisces tried to push it away with compassion? Exactly. So now, so will that counterbalance? So as we go into this age of Aquarius, this is going to be kind of um, no frills, but a lot of functionality and a lot of freedom. Right. Right. And a lot of expression, freedom of expression, no rules, no laws. Everyone is kind of autonomous. Right. So then we could look towards the um, heavier parts or the more the more important parts of the Piscean era lingering on for the next thousand years of this, which would yeah. overlay that with that compassion, hopefully. It will. And that's where the age of Aquarius is. You got to break that victimization mentality, right? Because that is also part of the Pisces age of like, poor me. You know, if you know a Pisces, they're very indecisive. They can't make decisions and they play that victim mentality. Like, I just can't make a decision. I never could make a decision. Like, why can't I make a decision? Right. And they want you to have compassion all the time, but we're getting out of that age of, being the victim and still having compassion, but it's also saying, Hey, if you're not, if you're not like taking the facts and you're like, keep touching the fire, 
Like, it's not my fault that you're being a Pisces and you're like living in your Neptunian ways of like, why didn't this relationship work out? Why didn't this work out? Like, that's all Pisces, Neptunian. Like, you don't understand. And that's the ego, the need to know. Right. Like, yeah. I, like, I, like I literally, like we were talking about when we were going here, I need you to follow these rules to be close to me or to get to know me. Yeah. That's still ego. Exactly. I need you to follow right. this set of rules. So, or I need you to see me as a victim mm -hmm. so that I can have that le level of self-absorption so I can be somebody, even right. if it means I'm nobody, I'm still somebody. <laughs> right. right. Like, exactly. That's so true, Ryan, because it's like, if you, if you're not going to feed into my pain, my suffering, right? If you're not going to feed into my victimhood, then we can't be friends because I only can be a friend with you because I need my ego to be fed because I'm in a victim mentality and I can't love myself. And so I'm looking for you for love. And Aquarius will be like, I'm not going to give you that victimization love you're looking for. You know what I mean? So, and, and with that, that's why we went into this. I want, like, I, I always default to the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or to like uh, Willy Wonka when it's like, no, daddy, I want it now. <laughs> Remember the, the winner, I forget her name was like Beulah or something like that. She's yeah. like, I want it now, daddy. And then she got it now and it wasn't good. Right? right. So, but that's the mindset of the entire past age that we went through. I want it now. Right. And it was, and so it was very innovative. It was very creative, but at the same time, it was also very deconstructive. Right. And it wasn't, it was created through self and through self-indulgence rather than through all of us. So that's why we ended up with all the trash in the ocean. Exactly. And it's kind of like being on a rat wheel, right? Of a yeah. financial rat wheel. It's like, we can't see the end to the rat wheel, which is Pisces. And we just keep running and running and running. And we got to have more money. We got to have more money. We got to have more money. We got to have more followers. We got to have more um, stuff. We got to do more things. Right. And so we get on this rat wheel of life. And which is Pisces age, right? Which is we can't see the finish line, but we don't even know where the finish line is at, right? An age of Aquarius is like, can you just be present, like without any expectation? You know what I mean? Hmm. And that's kind of why their ego is very much lost because they didn't have their dad that fed them that. And so for them, it's like they, that's why they can be behind the scenes because they're like, I'm not on the rat wheel, like all y'all, right? Like, that's why I don't need my birthday celebrated. That's why I don't need myself celebrated, you know, because they're kind of like behind the curtain and they're just like, whatever, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Hence why I like to do podcast videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, so, uh, let's, let's talk about, sorry, if I just, we found this article, um, by Ryan holiday, it was done April 27th, 2018. So, um, it's, it's 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. But there's a couple of things. I mean, a lot of this obviously is, is it's coming to the realization that the ego is not your enemy. Although it, we, and I think that that's one of the things that would be very valuable going into this new era of Aquarius for those of us that are from the old era. I think right. because um, our ego is going to be triggered a lot by people that don't really actually uh, subscribe to that. Right. <laughs> so like I'm saying, like, I'm feeling like, oh, well, the, the Aquarians are not empathic or they're not right. going to have a lot of empathy or compassion. So that's actually my own ego being triggered by the idea that they're not going to have that design that I'm used to. Right. Exactly. How will I function? How will I feel? What? Yeah. Everything's going to be so stark and so, so <laughs> <laughs> like a hammer. So that's, but see, so this is something that would help even somebody like myself or any of us right. to start to learn to adapt because 
you know, obviously there is a lot going on in the world. I mean, we're not here to like rattle off facts about or, or conspiracy theories, but we know that there's a lot. Right. And, and I think that's why self-love is so big right now. You know, loving yourself is so huge. If you look at okay. like. Now I have got a problem with this though. Okay. So loving yourself if you, and the, the Aquarians will probably would agree, you can't love yourself without seeing the world as yourself. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, okay. So for instance, like if like I, I use this example a lot, like I go to the beach, mm-hmm. I'm going to lay out at the beach. I create my little bubble and I'm sitting in a, I pick the, the only six foot circular place of sand that has no trash. And uh-huh. I ignore that all of it's there. Right. And I'm laying out and I leave. Uh I feel like this is a mindset that a lot of people associate with self-love, but self-love is actually, if I go to that beach and I see that trash, take a piece with me and throw it away. Don't Uh like be completely uh, um, oblivious or alienate yourself to the bigger picture because you are the bigger picture, especially if people are like believing in reincarnation because, and that's the thing I don't get, like people believe in reincarnation, but then they believe in abortion they believe all these other things. But yet, if you're on that beach and you're, you don't walk away with at least a piece of trash to put it in the trash can to say, I, 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 I'm doing my part, you're, you're coming back to the same world that you're leaving and it's never going to get better. Well, and I, 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 okay, now I understand what you're saying. So self-love, which I totally agree with you, is part of self-love is that loving others, right? The part of self-love that people so miss about love is that, well, about self-love is not about you loving yourself. It's about understanding, like taking the camera and changing the focus on someone else actually fulfills that God spark to bring self-love that you have for yourself. When you pick up a piece of trash, when you like feed a bird or acknowledge the air in the sky and mother Gaia for giving you the air, like all of that is becoming one of this oneness of unity with mother Gaia and God. And part of self-love is loving the world that we live in and acknowledging it because you are like you and I are part of each other. Right. And so for order for self-love to exist, you have to love the whole world and not just your yourself. It's actually more so outside of you because the outside of you is part of you, which is the essence of shadow work. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, is really about overcoming the idea that the ego is your enemy as well. Right. Because the essence of shadow work is actually when you can see yourself in somebody else and you understand that even the person that's doing something to you or even the, the thing that you don't like, you still do because you can recognize it. Right. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. if, if you didn't recognize and you're just running through your life, then you, you didn't encounter it. It's not part of who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you recognize anger, it's because you're very comfortable with it. When you recognize, right. I, you know, so I feel like that's even part of the, the, that idea of victimology that people recognize victimization and that gives them a level of greatness. Right. Mm-hmm. So then they go towards the people that will create the victimization or celebrate the victimization. Or puts them on a platform. Like you are like so this- wonderful. They shouldn't treat you this way. Right. There's a quote in this article and it says, um, the moment we begin to believe in our own greatness, that we kill our ability to be truly creative. That a, a self-absorption ruins the thing that it celebrates. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. I mean, so, and if we're looking at this, like this, this guy, Ryan, I, I, I'm kind of, there's my ego. <laughs> I can say, hey, thanks, Ryan. 
So welcome to my healthy ego. So it, it, he goes on and he talks about the ego is not your enemy. And then he gives like this list of 25 things. We won't talk about them all, but there's a few here that I feel like are really, really important. Um, when he says like this one, adopt the beginner's mindset. It is impossible to learn that, that which one thinks one already knows. Epictetus, Epic, Epic, or however you say his name. And so when we, uh, Epic, Epictetus. Epictus. Yeah. Um, when we let go, tell us what we have, uh, when we let go, uh, we, when, when we let ego tell us that we have arrived and figured it all out, it prevents us from learning. So it says, pick up a book on the subject, you know, next to nothing about and walk through a library or a bookstore and remind yourself of how much you don't really know. Oh, which, and that goes back to truth and belief, which is also right. ego-based mm -hmm. because when people are trying to convince you of their truth it's because they're not convinced themselves. Right. Exactly. Right. And then Buddha, there's that really cool story about Siddhartha and the monk and the prostitute. I won't go into it, but it's like, people can look it up if they're listening, but it's a really cool story about how your truth should like, if your truth is true, you won't change. Right. You'll right. change right. other people to your truth. Right. If it right. is who you are. Yeah. And then he, he goes into, to this other one, which is um, focus on the effort, not the outcome, which is crazy because I, I do know some Aquarians. I think they're more focused, although they are very focused on outcome as well, but I think they're also focused on effort. They enjoy the, the race as much as winning the race. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, they love, they love figuring out the race. Man. So this is going to be interesting if we are around a bunch of stuff with uh, all of this going forward, right? If we have yeah. all these things uh, happening. Um, so we got our 10 minute time marker. And then, but um, so as we're wrapping up this episode um, and we think about, here's one last one. Um, let's see, where is it? Uh, stop telling yourself a story um, or stop, you know, be more open, right? Right. Don't be so attached to your story. Right. The one thing, yeah, totally. A hundred percent. I love that one. It reminds me of what I do when people come to me and they're like, woe is me. I immediately go praying for them. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pray for you and speak light into the situation because you're seeing it from a victim perspective. And so I'm going to pray for you and give it to you in a God universal perspective of what is actually happening. You know, See, we'll have to do a show on the power of intention and the power of prayer but not from a um kind of a um, religious perspective necessarily right but from uh, like a soul perspective a spiritual right and understanding like god lives within you and god is all around you and you are part of god you're a spark of him and so when you reach when someone reaches out to me i basically just ignite that flame that is inside of them but it's kind of like it died right it's kind of like on the water heater, how it starts to go out. And I like have to go up there and I hit the ignition and I'm like the little flicker and I'm like, okay, you're you back to work. Again. Way up again. You're at the cabin. So yeah, <laughs> your water heater sucks. Yeah. So I sit there and I like the little flicker, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Get a, get a remote one. <laughs> yeah. You like burn and burn an open water canisters <laughs> over fire outside. Is that how you heat your water? <laughs> so, um, if you were to, so like, even for like myself, you can go to ryankeys.com. Um, obviously we're on Spotify. It's really nice. Uh, they have videos. So we get to, they get, people get to see our beach houses right now. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> our virtual beach houses. right. And if you want to follow, uh, Missy at her space, where do we go? 
Missy's astrology on Instagram or on YouTube or um, Patreon or on Patreon, or you can, or you can find us on Spotify. Um, yeah. And then we're going to, uh, cause eventually like after a few shows, we're searchable for that. So then I'll put up Holy shift. The Holy shift. Yeah. So it is, and it is a Holy shift, right? Because we're witnessing, right. we're, we're, we're going to see the return of the sun, which right. could mean a lot of different things. And we can talk about that later, but yeah. the, the return of a space or a place where um, religion drops all the, the requirements. Right. right. Because the requirements are very ego-based, very methodical coming in from that Capricornian, that male thing. Right. Exactly. You do this, like, like I said with this, I need you to follow these rules to get close to me. Right. I think like God says that I need you to follow these rules to get close to me, but I thought I was you. No, you can't be me. Even though I made you in my likeness and image, and I made your dog in the tree, everything is me, but you have to do this to get to me. But I thought I could just look at myself. I thought if I'm eating a banana, I'm I'm getting to God, right? But it doesn't right. make sense. Yeah. So exactly. as we watch this age of ego dissolve, mm -hmm. so what do we want to say going out uh, this week for people? Because it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. The energy as we get to the lunar eclipse on yeah. a Sunday night. Yeah. Just know that everything's happening in divine timing. If things fall away, they're supposed to. Like if you find underwear in your boyfriend's truck, you're supposed to, like, right. Right. you know, there's just a lot of karmic shifts happening right now and just see it as a blessing and not as a curse. Don't play a victim. Right. And don't enjoy being a victim. Exactly. Don't change dance with the devil. Yeah. Change your story. And, and any advice to prepare for the coming uh, wave of Aquarian energy? A wave of Aquarian energy is just when you start to see yourself like attaching the ego and on that rat wheel of financial wealth, financial, even like the new currency really is energy, right? Happiness, joy, love, compassion. Like that's the new currency that we're getting to not mon financially, not money. And there's this uh, great concept. Uh, Alexander Hamilton talked about it and we'll close with this. Uh, unless you want to say anything, uh, when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging, act with fortitude and honor. Oh, I love it. Yes. Mm. If so you cannot good. reasonably hope for a favorable extrication, do not plunge deeper, have the courage to make a full stop. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love <laughs> full it. stop with the Titanic. If they had been full stop, they'd still be alive. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, they said, that's just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the deluge. Sinking like a rock. Oh my god, yeah. All right. Thank All you everybody right. for joining us. And as you hear the close out, you can go to the links below. And we'll also put this on our Patreons. So yep. our Patreon links are in there. And um, it's exciting because Missy's always doing stuff on Patreon, which is great. And she's teaching me astrology as well. So it's fantastic. And I do a daily prayer every day to get your morning started. Thank you. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah, just for you. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great day, night, morning, wherever you're at. And we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. <laughs> and then we're out. And this episode of the Holy Shift Show has ended. Be sure to subscribe for future conversations on topics that tie spirituality with practicality and a common sense approach to creating love, excitement, and clarity in your conscious awakening journey. Don't forget to like and subscribe down below. Leave a comment. Let us know what you thought, how you felt, and feel free to ask any questions that we will address 
in a show. Give us a shout out and we will see you soon. Stay tuned every Wednesday. Peace, light, and love.